Welcome to our 27th episode of Breaking Bread with C on Relentless Pursuit. Last time we spoke about holiness and why it's not a remote concept inaccessible for the child of God. Today I'm led to start our interest in how to observe the spiritual realm beyond the physical realm, which is also a conversation that ties closely into the previous episodes where I talked about holiness, justness, and righteousness. And our reading from today will come from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20 to 24. I prefer to read from the message version because it conveys what I want to touch on even better. And it says, but that, that's not a life for you. You learned Christ. My assumption is that you have paid careful attention to him. You've been well instructed in the truth precisely as we have, as we have it in Jesus. Since then, we do not have the excuse of ignorance. Everything, and I do mean everything, connected with that old way of life has to go. It's rotten through and through. Get rid of it and then take on an entirely new way of life, a God-fashioned life, a life renewed from the inside and working itself into your conduct as God accurately reproduces his character in you. I think I touched base on it um, in my previous episode concerning holiness and how we are made holy because God is, not because of what you and I could possibly do well, not because of how eloquent we are in the matters of scripture, but because we walk in it. We have a God-fashioned life. We have observed, understood, and discerned Jesus in everything that we do. I often tell people that I have made it a habit to ask God literally everything, everything down to the clothes that I'm going to wear that day, down to if I'm going to um, style my hair in a different way. And some people might count it petty. They might think, really, God has even more important business on your life. But there's a song that I love so much, and it says, though we are many, he engages us one-on-one. You still engage us one-on-one talking about God. And so I do not think of God as a very busy um, spirit that's taking care of even more important people outside of me. He calls me his child. And just as a parent knows how child one, child two, child number four, child number five, just as they know how to talk, how to relate to each one of these children, I consider that God has time for me. God cares about what I care about. God cares that I can't sleep. God cares that I am worried. God cares that I'm having question concerning um, going to a certain place or not going. God cares about all these things. Else scripture like he gives rest to his beloved would not be in the Bible. And so when I'm struggling to sleep, I'll just say, Lord, your word tells me you give rest to your beloved and I am your beloved. So I expect rest to operate in my life. And those are the things that please God because you are believing him with a childlike faith. Now, the people who 
are obstinate about appealing to logic, about a logical end in every single thing they do, definitely miss God. They definitely will miss the supernatural. They will miss God's sovereignty in the everyday choices of life. Now, back to what we were talking about. The Bible says, living a God-fashioned life, a life renewed from the inside. Now, one thing that you have to know is that the revelation of grace, the revelation of the power of the Holy Spirit at work within us, goes primarily from the inside out, not from the outward to the inside. So your imagination must be sanctified. You have to be in a place where you relate to the spiritual realm primarily before you relate to the physical realm and ask yourself questions in the face of any kind of circumstance. You look at a sick a person or they are giving you a report concerning your health situation and the first thing you ask yourself what does the word say about this and you will immediately remember that scripture talks about by his stripes we are healed now a person who did not live during the time of Jesus does it mean that this scripture is not effectual for them absolutely not so if the Bible says by his stripes you were healed it means that you were healed even before you got sick now if you envision it in your spirit you envision it you 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 take your mind you take your thoughts captive the the report you got from the hospital the stories that they're telling you even how you feel in your body i think i talked about how feelings are no basis on uh, on the dealings of god in our lives you envision it in your mind you declare this thing and you begin to be thankful the bible says enter his gates with thanksgiving it's not that god is oblivious of what seems to be problematic in your life but he wants you to magnify the vision of the spirit the one that's been imprinted in your spirit by his word to be your primary reality and so jesus is the word of god and jesus says he's the way the truth and the life and so our reality paul says our reality Jesus Christ. So the people that are looking for reality might miss truth. But if you know truth, truth informs your reality. And so by his stripes, you were healed. That simply means the intention of God is divine health. But if by means of ignorance, let's say this scripture has not sunk in your heart, you get the sickness, you accommodate it, you say, I am sick of this and that. You are giving it power because the power of life and death is in the tongue. And by means of ignorance, you contract this disease. Now your confession will become divine health and you will continue to declare this until it undoes the the thing that had formed in your mind as your reality because Christ is our reality. Child of God, you must understand that your imagination is the first thing that permits the works of God to prosper in your life. The Bible says, as a man thinks... 
so is he. If you think poor, you will be poor. No matter how much you get paid, it will never feel like it's enough because your imagination is stuck up on the reality that you're poor. So you will always envision a state of lack. You will have about a hundred thousand rand and francs on your account right? And then you feel like if you tithe 30,000 of that money, the remaining is very little because in your mind, you have set it that you're poor. If you truly believe, have you not seen people who go to the hospital and they're, they are doing well? Matter of fact, they drove themselves there. They're fine. And then they get a report. They become so sick that they need to call somebody to come take them, pick them from the hospital. And yet they drove themselves there. This is because of the power of imagination. And if you think that you're going to, you're not going to be able to have children that anxiety i think in the previous episode i talked about the spirit uh the spiritual realm being a a a principle of seed and harvest being a place of seed and harvest you might harbor you might plant a seed of such anxiety concerning um concerning conception that your body as a woman will reject even the seed of man because you have conceived it in your spirit. And because we know that the things seen have been created by the things unseen, that very anxiety that is unseen is conceiving something even in your physical body that rejects the seed that should come and give you a child. Now, this is very above the head of one that's immature that has not yet understood because the spiritual realm is divided into two there's some of the kingdom of light and then some of the kingdom of darkness and so there are men who will desire out of lust to see to hear in the spirit and they will now open their hearts to seeing things that could be coming from the kingdom of darkness that's why we have people who read tarot cards that's why we have people who 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 do um this kind of witchcraft or or horoscope or enneagrams, all these things. And they are pretty accurate if you read them. But really, they are being informed by another power that's not the spirit of God. And then there are people who will stumble in the realm of the spirit and maybe see things that are godly but the problem with this stumbling if you do not enter the realm of the spirit by means of intelligence of wisdom of understanding and knowledge to reconcile what you see to the truth found in scripture then you are in trouble because there will be instances where you cannot reproduce what happened and then you will begin to build an understanding or a doctrine that sometimes God answers sometimes God doesn't but really if you are able to reach this level of understanding in the realm of the spirit by means of the truth found in the word. God is willing to tell you more. God is willing to share with you. There are words that God has given me to share with people about their destinies, about their lives, about their finances, about their jobs. And every time God opens my eyes to see this or my ears to hear what he wants to tell this person, it was never 
out of just me knowing because there's no point in me knowing something about you if it's not going to profit you. God is not is not a gossiper. So he would want me to either pray or to inform you or to come to you to confirm what he's already been telling you. So you should not even have a prophet tell you something God has not already told you. And in the case where you feel like it's information to you, you also have instructions in the book of Thessalonica to test every prophecy against the word of God, to not be gullible and to take what is of profit to you and leave what is not. Now it's up to you to weigh it by the by the spirit I work within you and see if you are receiving it or not. And so child of God, you have to understand that the renewal comes from inside out. There's a scripture I very often recite on this podcast as Philemon 1.6 that the communication of our faith is made effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in us of Christ. And so when you acknowledge that by his stripes you are healed, your faith is made effectual. Your faith starts to be put into motion and starts to work. When you envision that he has said none shall be barren, your faith starts to work and transforms inwardly your thoughts that your body now can receive that your spirit can receive the seed that is intended to fertilize and there's a harvest now when you made your when you make your communication making it effectual and you realize uh, he gives rest to his beloved and you know that maybe you struggle to find sleep at night your thoughts begin to spiral when you go to bed and so you start to say you give rest to your beloved i am your beloved and i expect to sleep tonight and you will sleep soundly because your mind is being transformed inwardly and if today you find sleep the next four months you go to sleep without trouble and then at some point something happens you will know how to go back to that pattern because you were doing it out of understanding not out of stumbling in it and if you communicate your faith in the sense that um, it is it is God's will for you to be to be wealthy for you to have a good life because there is nothing that God wants to withhold from you. His nature is to give and give and give. And so if you believe these things, you begin to make that communication. Your transformation is so inward that even when it does not happen as you expected, you will know how to go back before God and ask the necessary questions. And he reframes or realigns you and you are able to go and do what you're supposed to do to get the expected result and so renewal must come from the inside out the truth informs what the result that you get not the other way around you do not judge uh, the faithfulness of God based on the on what has come out of the situation we believe to see we don't see to believe and I pray that this word will give you something to ponder on in understanding the workings of the spirit the importance of the spirit of God this is the only distinctive mark that will differentiate a tr- truly born again believer from someone who calls themselves a Christian but has no room, no 
no no allowance for the spirit to lead and guide them and decide and frame them into a purpose i'll pray for us father i thank you for this word i thank you for every heart that is receiving it today i thank you lord that everything that we need you have placed within us by the power of your spirit and i thank you that you're imparting the wisdom the understanding and the knowledge in your children's life to reconcile everything that you say to the truth found in your word. I thank you that we'll hear testimonies that lives are being transformed, that the knowledge and the wisdom is being stirred in the minds of your children, that they may be able to access all the immeasurable riches available for us through Christ. I thank you that you hear me when I pray. It is so and cannot be otherwise in the mighty name of Jesus. See you next week with a new episode. Be blessed, share with a friend, and minister the gospel to each and every one of your surrounding. Be blessed in Jesus' name.